yeah, so we would decide, well, Shama came up with an idea of doing a live Q&A tonight. Um, since we weren't investigating tonight, we're going to do some investigating tomorrow. <laughs> um, so feel free just to throw out any questions. Um, we can, you know, kind of chat in the meantime. Um, so I guess maybe we can talk about the event first. Yeah. So for those of you that did not catch it earlier, we made an announcement that on June 9th, we're having an event at uh, Mineral Springs Mall, Mineral Springs Hotel in Alton, Illinois. Um, Missy, you're invited. <laughs> so we hope everybody can make that. So it should be a very, very cool event. Uh, we're still actually coming up with a name for it. So we were, I, I threw out there uh, Paracon on the Haunted Road at Mineral Springs, which is really, really wordy. Um, but <laughs> we'll figure something out. But June 9th, so come on out for that. Um, yeah, Missy, it's definitely going to be a great time because we're going to try to do a, a few different things here. You know, Paracons seem to almost be like a dime a dozen, always do the same thing. But we want to try to uh, uh, change it up a little bit, do a few different things. So, um, so yeah, we're just going to chat until you guys come up with a few questions to throw at us. So, what's we want to talk about? It could be questions about the paranormal just in general. It could be personal questions, burning questions that you wanted to know about me or about him or about Society of the Haunted or think yeah. about anything. Yeah, any any Haunted Road media stuff that uh, that we're doing that we have coming up, anything like that. Um, you know, Usually our Mad Hatters from Edge of the Rabbit Hole are just, you know, filling up the chat with questions. So, But we thought we'd do this on Facebook rather than, you know, doing the whole YouTube thing tonight. Just kind of, you know, connect with everybody here. So we originally tried to do it both Facebook and Periscope, but the laptop is just not, wasn't working. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that my my internet provider likes his computer no, so much. No, they don't get along. So, well... We could talk about the tarot cards in the meantime. So while we were down there at Raining Zen, we picked up... This is cool. So they're tarot cards, but they're ghost-themed tarot cards. So very, very cool. Um, and that's the other side. Like, you know, we got the lovers back there, right? And then this one, I think this one was supposed to be the, the Knave of Cups. So... Um, okay, Missy, run into any spirits, any new spirits lately? <laughs> I like the way this word is. Run into any new spirits lately? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, like in Mineral Springs, for example, whenever I'm upstairs, like up in the main lobby area, I feel stuff sometimes, but I can't really put a label on it. It's different than when I'm upstairs or when I'm down in the pool. Yeah. Because it feels like you know, familiar energy there, but upstairs, I have no idea. So I, I could have met somebody new and I didn't even know it. I don't know. They don't identify themselves that often. Yeah. Well, yeah, it seems like when we're upstairs there at Mineral Springs, and Pearl's up there, but there does seem to be another woman up there too. At least yeah. one. At least one other. So Missy's saying... Uh, those are awesome. I have a deck. Haven't played with them a lot though. Okay, cool. Just talking about the cards. So, um, yeah, I mean, with the holidays, we haven't done a ton of investigating over the last month. You know, cause we just got busy with a lot of different things. Um, so we did the uh, the live investigation from Mineral Springs right before Christmas. 
And uh, I mean, it was not a good investigation. So we want to we want to get back up there again tomorrow. So that's something um, tomorrow. And uh, during the day, <laughs> it's going to be a daytime investigation of Mineral Springs. So, kind of give you guys a little bit of a uh, of a different uh, of a different look and feel of Mineral Springs daytime action. Because so that'd we be will interesting. Go live. Yeah, we will go live. So there was something there. Tina Marie, are you two coming to Ash Bash in September at Ashmore Estates? I'm um, probably not going. Yeah, haven't been invited either. So I'm not going. Yeah, but hey, even if something. I get invited, I. <laughs> Have no desire to go to Ashmore States, though. Yeah. So, Missy's saying she's uh, she wants to go back there soon. So she's talking about Mineral Springs again. Um, yeah, but we do like we do like Ashmore Cemetery. I love the cemetery. Yeah, Ashmore Cemetery has the weird, creepy uh, portal trees. Yeah. So that's really, if you've never been there, there's these. What's it? five trees there's like the the back row has three and then the front row has two but the way they're done there's just like this enclosure that when you walk through um you just feel this really kind of crazy energy um there's some specific headstones that are lined out in there and then at the end past it is that tall tree that's almost like dead yeah it's um, really cool looking tree though yeah it's really cool looking trees some really really significant energy in there so, and then the last time we were there, there was uh, Herbie. Herbie. Yeah, Herbie that we connected with. So that's on some of our live stuff. Um, Pamela, hello. Yeah, Carol, it is so interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there, and then north of there is the St. Omer Cemetery. And that's, it's a, it's a very active cemetery also. Um I know there's people out there that, oh, there's no action, energy, hauntings, or whatever, cemeteries. And we will agree to disagree because... <laughs> and hi, Kay, how are you? There's definitely something going on there. And, yeah. you know, some of it may very well be... I mean, who knows what was there before the cemetery was there? The uh, energy going on could be something related to that. Uh, maybe people don't stay with their remains, and that's an opinion, and that's fine. <laughs> but I, you well, know. you know, I mean, I'll say I don't think they're usually hanging out with their remains. You know, I don't think somebody's just unless they're extremely narcissistic, like, oh, there was my beautiful body, and it's in the ground. Um, mm -hmm. But I think they do come back to visit because they know that um, you know, loved ones will still come and visit. Um, you know, I think also sometimes when other people are out there and observing their heads so it's kind of like what we've done a few times and people start talking about them that you know somehow out in the in the universe somewhere they're like somebody's talking about me and they come back and visit so um so yeah i mean i do believe in paranormal activity at cemeteries because i've experienced it i know shauna has so wendy hello uh, Pamela, where are you guys at? We're in Shauna's living room. <laughs> so we're just hanging out. And since, uh, you know, just kind of relaxing, you know, fielding questions. Because a lot of times, you know, we, you know, we'll be in the middle of an investigation getting a bunch of questions uh, that aren't necessarily pertaining to the investigation, but are just general paranormal questions. Um, or if we're doing, like, a live stream or whatever on, on the Haunted Road Media YouTube channel, we'll be getting all kinds of different questions. So we thought we'd just sit down. Do something over Facebook. Ken Boggle is joined. Hey, Ken. Ken How you Boggle. doing? Yeah. 
We like Ken. Ken, Ken check these out. Ghost tarot cards. <laughs> What's your opinion? So, and Ken's taking applications right now to um, get on this show. If you want to get a tarot reading from Ken. Huh. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. So, I was thinking about maybe filling one out and having Ken give me a tarot reading. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. So, um, Pamela, okay, nice to see you both. Nice to see you, too. Nice to see you, too. So, yeah, so the plan tomorrow... Um, like we were saying, is a uh, Ken saying he saw those. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, the plan tomorrow is they're very cool. Actually, I got a leaf through them already. Very, very cool. Um, I love the artwork of a lot of them, but these are they just like called to me like uh, done, <laughs> done. Um, okay, Wendy, are there any apps that you recommend on an investigation? I don't use apps on an investigation. I no. No, because. No. The, the cell phone just really isn't designed for investigating the paranormal. You know, some of the things that the apps say that they can do is the, the functionality of the equipment that you would need just isn't there on the phone. So if you look at most of them, it will say for entertainment purposes only. And if something is for entertainment purposes, then it cannot be, in my opinion, legit for research or, you know, for purposes. I, I just... Yeah, I'll, I'll I'm use... Yeah. I'm 100% against all of those. Yeah, I just just use the equipment that the app is supposed to be emulating. You know, just use the real stuff. So yeah, um, yeah. Um, so hey, Deanna, how you doing? So yeah, uh, kid. Well said, Shauna. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. So that's why I love her. <laughs> um, she she cuts right to the chase. Yeah, I mean, you can love me or hate me, whatever I say, whatever I stand for, I'm still going to be me, so right. I am not a follower. Yeah. Um, Judy, question for Shauna. Why don't you wear your hair up? I think it would look nice. Um, you do sometimes. I wear my hair up when I don't feel like washing it. <laughs> and I wear my hair up for work. And I wear my hair up when I don't want my hair getting in my face or in other people's stuff that I'm handling. Um, and also my hair is really thick, so when I put it up, I have to make it tighter or else it's falling out, and then, yeah. Okay, and I don't wear my hair up because it's just, there's just not enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wear my hair up, you know, sometimes. So. Yeah. It's just, I, it's probably, I guess, for most of the investigations that we do, and when we go live, and when we're doing the shows on Tuesday night, you usually wear it down. So pro I guess they've probably mostly seen you with it down. Yeah. Um, oh, well, when we were in Indiana at the school, I wore it up that day. You did wear it up that day. Yes, yeah, so on occasion. It was hot. Yeah. I think. It was warm in there. It must have been warm or else I wouldn't want it. Yeah. So, what did I miss here? So, Pamela says, good one, Mike. laughing. <laughs> okay, Judy, thank you. Cool. And thank you for all the likes and hearts and that cool stuff. Um, Pamela says, I love your hair down. Thanks. So. <laughs> thank you. Cool. Cool. So, tomorrow we're going to be at Mineral Springs again. Yes. And it's a daytime investigation. Give you guys a bit of a different look of the uh, of the facility because upstairs you know windows are, are basically open yeah 
and you've always only seen it in the dark when we've done a live investigation up there, so you'll get a little bit more light, and paranormal activity happens during the day as well as at night. You don't have to investigate during the night. Um, some of my best... Some of the best things that have happened to me, paranormally speaking, like some of my best EVPs and some of the, you know, coolest stuff that's happened to me has happened, like right in the afternoon. Yeah. So, for me, it's just, it doesn't matter what time of the day is. Yeah, and I've always found it funny that, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the shows and, you know, even, you know, teams and groups that will just, like, insist we have to... You know, start so late at night and, you know, go until 3 in the morning and all of that. But yet, the place that they're investigating, all of the reports and eyewitness accounts and experiences that, whether it's the homeowners or historic location or what have you, they're all during the day. You know, you're at a historic location, the docents and that work there are like, well, yeah, you know, this happened to me and that happened to me. It's all during the day when they were working. Yeah, so... You know, it wasn't happening. They weren't there at 2 in the morning, you know. So, um, let's see. Tina Marie says, thank you, so agree. If spirits are there at night, they're there during the day, too. Yeah, absolutely. So, and there's Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. So, yeah, I mean, they're absolutely there during the day. I think, you know, one of the reasons for investigating at night you don't have as much of the noise pollution because people have kind of settled down for, for the day. There's not as much traffic and, and all of that. Also, with light coming through the windows, you can get some uh, shadow play that's just you know, the sun going in and out from behind clouds and things like that. So you don't have that so much to worry about at night, although you could get headlights yeah. at, at night. So there's some different you know pros and cons to, to each setting, but you can get paranormal activity either way. I just find it funny when people insist that it has to be done at night. I think it's just mainly for atmosphere. Well, yeah, if, if you're doing like a, a, yeah, if you do like a television show or whatever, then it's like it provides a creepy atmosphere. But, um, you know, one of the things I do find funny is just, you know, of course people are, are seeing these different things happen. You know, the eyewitness accounts that you get when you go to a location. And they're saying, well, yeah, I saw this happen and that happened, da, da, da. And then, you know, we go in there and, you know, full dark. You know, absolutely no light. We can't see a thing. <laughs> so how are you supposed to be able to see the activity that goes on if you're just blind? I've always found that one a little funny, too. So, um, so I missed something here. Uh, Tim, hey, Tim, uh, Woody Boy. Hey. So, Often wondered after hearing many EVPs where the spirit mentions being cold, how is that possible without a body? That's a great question. Yeah. I well, no, it's it's a good question, but I think it's you know relating to their energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they do still have some sense of feeling where they're at. You know, whether it's an emotional thing. Or what have you, um, you know? Maybe the, you know, the energy itself is is picking up on some sort of heat signature or you know atmospheric, um, you know, whatever. I mean, because you know, heat and cold affects does affect different types of energy. So, you know, I think if you are energy, it's still going to affect you to some degree. So. 
that's what I have to say. Uh, Carol, I agree. Spirits are active when they want to be morning, noon, and night. Yep. Um, David Glidden, what is up, you two? We're hanging out on the couch. <laughs> and out so, of the cold. Yeah. Because it's insanely cold this weekend. Yep, Tim. Makes me wonder because I hate to be cold and don't want to be cold for all eternity. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to be cold for all eternity, so. But I'm probably not going to Alaska, you know. <laughs> even, even then. But, you know, you hear about some people, like when they astral project, that, you know, they'll go into space and they'll go to different planets, you know, which is kind of interesting. As you mentioned, cold. Space is extremely cold. So, I, I don't know how they're doing that. Yeah, I think I'll, you know, if I'm going to project anywhere, I think I'm going to, you know, do it here first. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, I have no desire to visit space, so. I do. <laughs> um, I mean, if I can come back. Well, yeah. You know. I can come back. But I think it would be cool to check out the the planet, see what's really up there, and the solar system, and, yeah. We'll check out where Voyager is. <laughs> Tim, where are you guys? Ohio or Illinois? We are in Illinois. Just hanging out on Shauna's couch. <coughs> and now, of course, something went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> just, just chilling in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Literally chilling. Literally chilling, yes. It got cold again. So it was warm. Well, I was in Ohio when it was warm, and then it got he cold. Came like, into the freezer. While I was driving, way. it dropped from like sixty to twenty. Yeah, it did have to drop like thirty degrees in like two or three hours. I mean, it was. Yeah, there ended up being a sheet of ice on my car as I was driving. So when I made a stop to clean off some of the ice off my windshield, I had a hard time getting out of the car. I had to kind of bash the door open <laughs> because of the ice that had built up on the car. So, Tim says it's zero degrees where he's at. That's lousy. I think the low here is supposed to get two, <coughs> negative two. I don't know if it's there yet, but it's just cold. Yeah. I'm ready for spring. Yeah, we're both ready for spring. You know. And it's, you know, and when it gets cold like this, you lose the motivation to go out and investigate. Yeah. So, it's... Because a lot of the places that we go to... You know, are not heated. Yeah, yeah, not well heated at all. You know, even at Mineral Springs, even though, you know, a good section of it is heated because they have businesses that run out of there and all that. When we go to the pool area or upstairs, or especially downstairs all the way at the oh bottom. Oh, my gosh. You know, yeah. there, there's no heat there. So if it's, if it's a cold day outside, it is going to be damn cold in those places. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's... It's not fun when it gets to be that cold. And in a couple of weeks here, I'm going to be tagging along with Tri-C for an investigation at Ohio State Reformatory. And we were there last February. And I know February is like, oh, it's still wintertime. But it was actually an unseasonably warm day. So it was it was in the 60s that day. And solitary confinement was rather chilly. So You can see your breath. Yeah, I would expect for, you know, that time of year there to be like really cold yeah so if it's still in the single digits when i go with them solitary is going to be like it's going to be like an ice box yeah absolutely so hopefully hopefully it's not as cold and hopefully it warms up a little bit okay windy could be that 
it's the mind that feels sensations in in the end more than the body. Oh, she's going back to why people feel cold. Yeah, yeah, it could just be a perception thing. I mean, there's only one way to find out if spirits can actually feel stuff well, like that. I'm, I'm not, not right that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> because I've heard, you know, during cold, you know, or during hot, you know, warm seasons, I hear, you know, EVPs about, you know, saying something about the temperature. So, mm-hmm. you know. We had a uh, comment here. David Glidden, if you guys are up for it, I have a fundraiser going on in Illinois a little later on in April. We'll also be filming for our show, but we'd love to have you two joining. Um, okay, yeah, fundraiser, sure. I'll give it, shoot us the dates, and we'll see how that works out into our schedule, for sure. Yeah. Um, I know I have uh, one event going on at St. Joseph's Hospital up in uh, Lorraine, which is also a fundraising event, because uh, they give most most of everything that they raise is goes straight to charity. So, hey, Jeff, how you doing? So, yeah, I have that going on. In April, but that's the only thing set up so far. So yeah, uh, David, shoot us the dates, and uh, we'll see how we can make that happen. Definitely. So we definitely like doing fundraisers. Yep. So. I like those. So and that's another thing with you know the event at Mineral Springs. You know, you're talking about uh, you know proceeds going you know back to try to you know help that building because it almost met the wrecking ball you know a year and a half ago. So and that's why when we wrote the Encounters Three book, that uh, you know that was the area that we chose you know, to, to receive the funds, the proceeds from that book. Like we did the, you know, with number two, the Goldenrod, we made number three, the uh, uh, Mineral Springs Hotel. So yeah, David, definitely uh, send a message for sure. So uh, Lost Limbs Foundation. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely a good one. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, any, any more info on the showboat from Tim? Um, all I can really say with certainty is that um, it's still being looked into. Still being looked into. And I guess last you heard it was like being looked into a little bit more. A little bit more. I think Whatever that's supposed to mean. Something something or someone did or said something to maybe slip up a little bit. And so now all of a sudden there's... There's a little more attention on it. There's a little more attention on it. Which is good because it needs attention. Yeah, it 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 definitely... It's October. It's now January. Yeah, I think just the wrong... The right people cared the wrong people did not. So, right. you know, unfortunately, the wrong people were holding the cards. It is, unfortunately. It is what it is. I mean, you know, you can't bring it back. It's not coming yeah, back. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not coming back. And um, unfortunately, you know, they've waited so long. I mean, they're talking about, you know, doing something more now. It's like, you know, all of the evidence... You know, it was back in October. You know, you've had a salvage crew out there now, you know, tearing apart the hole. You know, so any evidence that would have been there, well, they're hauling it away. Uh, not to mention their machinery and all that stuff that's out there is, you know, completely, you know, you know, damaged the site. So any investigative team that would go out there, you'd have to throw everything out. It's been, everything's been tampered with. <clears throat> so... I don't really see how they're going to be able to 
make a case of anything. It's, it's just been too long and everything. Unless, unless someone that knows something about it yeah, it, has been has had a change of heart and decided to... Yeah, somebody would have to come forward, forward and fess up or say, hey, you know, I saw this person. They'd have to piece things together, like, it would almost be, like, very circumstantial, but if they could make something stick. Physical evidence is just going to be gone at this point. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be the person that comes forward <laughs> to mm -hmm. say, hey, I did it. Because yeah. there's a chance I might set them on fire. Yeah. We should delete this live after having said <laughs> All right. Um, Cindy says, hi, Shauna. Cindy Thurm. Hi, Cindy. Joe Chandler says, hi, Mike, Shauna, and Ghosty. Cool. Uh, David, is it just me, or has there seemingly been an increase of historic buildings being torn down lately? Yeah. There has been. Uh, there really has been, uh, which is really, really a shame. You know, I've, I've seen, you know, there's, over the last five years, there's three historic locations, haunted historic locations, that I've been associated with that have burned down to the ground. And all three of them were suspect. Yeah. So, you know, that would be um, the uh, the old hospital complex at Fort Chaffee, the, um, the Emmett House in Waverly, Ohio, and now the Golden Rod Showboat. All three of those. Very, very suspect fires. And all three of them very haunted locations, very historic locations, and gone. So, Mineral Springs almost met the wrecking ball. Um, there was somebody, um, who was it? I'm trying to think, it was from, somebody from Australia was telling me that they have a problem there with a lot of historic buildings getting torn down. Yeah. But their, you know, their government just doesn't care, just, just destroy it, gone. So it's really a shame, you know, it's, because it's a piece of, you know, your history, your past, that, you know, right now, archaeologists, historians, they try to get their hands on as much of that old material as they can to try to, you know, figure out the stories and get an idea of how people lived back then, you know, to get an idea of how human history has evolved. And, you know, we find it cool now when we're, you know, digging up old tombs and, you know, old historic cities and all that, but we wouldn't have to go through all of that work if things would have just been preserved over the years. And we have, you know, in our sites and our locations now, in our buildings, we have the ability to be able to do that, especially with the technology that we have these days. And so there should be no reason why we're just destroying all this stuff. You know, because future generations are going to look back as like, what those idiots do that for? Yeah. You know, so... We've had some other comments and stuff here. Um, hey, Tom McNicholas. Hey, how's hey, it going? John. So, um, Tim, what is happening? Or that is what is happening in this town. We have two to three families with big money that have the say of this tiny tourist town. About a year ago, they tore down the opera house, which was built in the, and it goes on, it cuts off. I don't know if I can click into it and get more. No, I can't. So... Yeah, Tim, we didn't get your whole thing. It just says, which was built in the, and then it cut off. There's probably a limit on the live feed. So, yeah, Tom, greetings on this cold night. So, I'm sure it's a little bit cooler up there, <laughs> but it's still pretty damn cold here. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, yeah, it's, it's really a shame when they start tearing down these old historic locations. They don't even have to be something glamorous, you know, whether you know, an opera house or something like that. <laughs> You know, that's really a shame. 
you know, because that was something that multitudes of people within the town used, but, you know, even private homes. You know, like I, I brought it up that one of the locations that my parents were looking at moving to, to um, go into the, uh, I guess, the street that would take you to the newer houses, you know, there was a couple of farmhouses there that you know, were there at the beginning of the property. They were looking at tearing them down. Well, it's like you could just incorporate them into the area rather than just bulldoze them down. So it's really a, a shame. So Tim, which was built in the early years of the town uh, development, early 1900s, just for their game, Money Talks. Yeah. And that's really what it all comes back down to is money. You know, with, with the golden rod, they wanted to get out from under the the property they want to they want to flip the property and sell it it's not like you know there's a you know a mall or something that's going to be built there there's no commercial value to it whatsoever it's out in the middle of nowhere you know so it's just a real shame you know so i guess that's probably all we could say about that <laughs> well that's about all i'm going to say yeah about it Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot we could, but... There's a lot that I could say, but... But, you know, we'll keep doing what we can. Um, you know, as far as the Goldenrod, I don't know how much more we we could. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love for, you know, something to happen. At this point, I guess all we could hope is that maybe a replica or something is built or in the what's left of it. You know, yeah. put into it I, I don't yeah which is which is a shame but we'll keep you know trying to help other locations too so you know that's what we're doing with mineral springs the uh the fourth encounters book will be coming out later this year so i'm hoping we can do that with uh, the fairy plantation still need to talk to them about that yeah i'll be on board with it but we need people that have stories 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 to contribute for that i've personally never been there so yeah David, any exciting conferences coming up? Well, <laughs> I know you, you came in a little bit later. So there's the Hunter Road Media Conference. That, uh, we just, you know, we finally locked up the date today. We, we'd been talking about the 9th or the 16th of June for that. And, you know, we pretty much narrowed it down to the 9th here over the past couple of weeks. And then we just finally made it official today that June 9th will be the Hunter Road Media event. We still need to come up with a name for it. Uh, June 9th at uh, the Mineral Springs Hotel, Mineral Springs Mall in Alton, Illinois. So that's the big one that we're putting, putting on. Um, I'll be at one in um, Ohio, St. Joseph's at, what are the dates? Isn't it April? I forget the exact dates of it. So there's that coming up as well. So those are the in. We got other things going on. I have to get the, the calendar together for the year. <laughs> so, um, Tim. Okay, Sean. I promise us you'll say all what you think soon. I know there are reasons you can't right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. As soon as I, as soon as I have facts, there's one thing I don't like to. I don't like to put anything out unless I know that my facts are 100% correct. Yeah. You know, I would I would rather I would rather it be that way. So whenever I have all the facts, I promise that when the day comes where I have the facts and I know what happened and who did it, oh yeah, I'll go live about that. Yeah. 
probably make the news by the time I'm all said and done with it. So if anybody's yeah. got bail money, that'd be great too. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll need bail money for her. Um, and Tom, yes, we were talking about the goldenrod. Um, and I missed and, um, David. Cool. I started uh, touring my film with Josh Hurd. Cool. If you guys are interested in having a screening, let me know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Josh is a cool guy. Um, uh, evening, Howie. How you doing? Hey, been a while. So Tim's laughing at you. <laughs> yeah, Shana doesn't like to hold back, so I know this has been bugging her. Oh yeah, yeah. This, yeah. The the whole thing is just it's just laying dormant in here. It's just festering, and it's just waiting for the moment to come out. Uh, tune into the rabbit hole whenever that happens. Oh yeah, I will be a guest, and I will just let it all fly on. Oh yeah, that'll be a so, great episode. Oh yeah, yeah that'll be I mean, a good one. I said a, I said a bit of my piece in a, uh, a Mike's Morning mug that I put out back in October. So there's that. Um, but I know everybody wants to get your take on it. Yeah. I don't even have all of the facts either. So I just, it's all speculation at this point. You know, I'm assuming what's happening. And um, yeah, you've only gotten bits and pieces. Yeah, what's I've, going on? Yeah, I, I've never been given you know all of the information, so um, you know there are certain events that were certain things that were taking place before it happened, and that would cause me to assume that I know what happened. But you know, someone somewhere along the way will do something to screw up, and then I will get all the facts, and then the whole world's going to know about it. Mm -hmm. Patricia says hi. Hello, Patricia. Well, Tim, when is the when is the wedding? <laughs> Just curious. Available for the wedding party. <laughs> Hopefully sooner rather than later. I don't know. Well, we kind of need to get into the same state first. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's I. You know, this is not back in the day of arranged marriages, so. You know, back right. then it didn't really matter, I guess, or whoever had livestock. You well, know, you would side. be traded for livestock. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't have a say in it. You would have been traded for livestock, and yeah. Yeah. But we'll hope it was good livestock. Yeah, I'm worth. You're worth. worth good livestock. Pretty yeah. impressive livestock, <laughs> I think. Yeah, like maybe some draft horses instead of chickens or something, you know. Yeah. Something that's <laughs> you know worth something. Um. David, way to put them on the spot. Yeah, well, no, I mean, we've, we want to get married. We've already married the souls. We did. We did the hand fasting um, a year and a half ago, or a little more than a year ago. It was about a year and a half ago, but October 2016. So, yeah, we did that. So we just need to do the, the official state-sanctioned thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like I said, sooner rather than later. And for people who don't live nearby or that aren't going to make it, maybe we'll just Facebook Live it. <laughs> Facebook Live it. Put it on YouTube. Yeah. You know. Do that. Somebody, you know, do the honors for us and Facebook Live it so everybody yeah. can be there. Yeah, because we have a lot of friends all over the place that and completely understandable that some people wouldn't be able to make it. You know. I don't expect people to fly in from the UK or Australia mm -hmm. or Japan or or wherever to to come in for it, but 
Um, so that might not be a bad idea. Of course, you know, if we do that, we may not have much of anybody there. We'd be like, oh, we'll just watch it. Um, I know, I don't have to. I don't, yeah, have, I don't have to, to be show there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to show up for it because it'll be live. <laughs> but that may be the way things end up going in the future anyway. Nobody actually goes anywhere, it's just yeah. all live on the internet. So. So, Tom, you guys going to live in Alton or Illyria? Well, we know you don't want to live in Alton. I, well, I don't mind being close to it, but I've lived in Alton before, and I have no desire to live there again. So, um, as for moving to Ohio... <laughs> That's putting you on the spot. <laughs> it's, if, if that ever happens, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Well, there are certain family obligations that Shauna has that, you know, just stay here for. So, you know, basically the way things, you know, go down is, you know, I come here for a while, and then if, you know, Ohio's in the cards, it would be, you know, later on. So, um, Kat Gass joined. Hey, Kat, how you doing? All right. Um, yeah, Facebook Live or YouTube being a wedding. Now, there's an idea. Just make sure you monetize it to help pay for the honeymoon. (laughs) (laughs) They do that. Um... Cat, happy catter day. <coughs> so, um, yeah, Cat Gash, one of our Hunter Road Media authors, go check out her book. Um, My life admits the paranormal. Sorry, <laughs> uh, it's like one of those days. It's been a long day. Yeah, it's been. I don't know. One of those weekends so far. Yeah, it's been. <laughs> what? It's been. I think it's the cold. It's got to be the cold. The cold. The cold has been just too much. Split the difference. Move to Indiana. <laughs> What's in Indiana? Um. Well, there are a lot of haunted locations out oh, there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's stuff going on out there. Yeah, because yeah, I've investigated out there quite a bit. We did the. Um, well, the old jail last year, I and mean, Yuri some stuff in that hallway back under underneath. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if I would live there, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, cat, no problem. You look like you are tired. Yeah, a little bit. I'm also, <coughs> I'm also hacking on something. I don't understand what that I happens. think it's Illinois. I'm hacking on Illinois. Illinois has that <laughs> effect on people. <laughs> Illinois is going to kill me. Driving out to Illinois is going to kill me. So, but, you know, really, I mean, we do everything that we can right now to try to be together and, um, that's a hairball. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, in the future, you know, we'll, we'll be together. We've talked a lot about, you know, how we would do things, you know, the house that we want and all that stuff. So, yeah. All the investigating that we would be doing. So of course. <laughs> so uh, Patricia, Indiana is a great state to drive through. I drive through it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the state between Ohio and Illinois, so I'm yeah. always back through. Hey, they got uh, um, Smoothie Kings. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a Smoothie King there. Yep. Tom lived in Ohio for ten years. Where at? Where at in Ohio? I mean, I've lived, I've lived in Ohio three different times now. 
from when I was born until I was three, then from when I was 13 until I was 18, and now for almost the last two years. So, I mean, most of my family's out in Ohio, so that's that's the deal there. Um, there's something there. Oh, uh, Tiffin, okay. Cat, need you guys to come back to this neck of the woods. Um, <coughs> yeah, Cat wants to us to get back out there. Of course, it's always a Gettysburg thing, right? <laughs> it's always something to do with Gettysburg. So, um, she's been trying to get us back out there for a long time. Well, it would be my first, really. Actually, where is it? Well, Gettysburg. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, I was going to say, I've been out east, but... I don't think you've been to Maryland. I've never been there. No. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't... I've been out east... And I've been here. Illinois, Missouri, Indiana. Stuck between here in Florida and here in, you know, Boston, out in Massachusetts. So I, other than that, I don't get out much. I haven't left the country either. I've been to all but three states. So we're alike in very many ways, but we do have a few differences. Yeah, the only states I haven't been to, um, Hawaii, which I'd love to go. Bucket list. <clears throat> New Mexico, which I have a, uh, uh, my godfather's out there. He's an uncle of mine in uh, Miami. And then North Dakota. So I'm expecting North Dakota's probably the last one I'm going to hit. Um, because honestly, I can't think of anything I'd need to go there for other than to say I've finally been. Um, which, you know, if it's anybody who lives in North Dakota, but, you know. But I, I mean, I used to have a, a pen pal when I was in high school that lived in North Dakota, and she was basically like, yeah, there's nothing here, so. <laughs> so, uh, Kat, Antietam or Gettysburg. Yeah, Antietam's really cool. Hey, Jesse, how you doing? My cousin Jesse. Um, went to college in Fremont. Okay. Patricia, Ohio to Wisconsin for three years. Wow. Okay. So, Tom says, Chicago burbs are awesome to live. Lots of hauntings. Yeah, I bet there are a lot of hauntings up there in Chicago. Well, I mean, I've read about it a lot. So, I mean, I think we could probably do some more up in Chicago at some point. You know, it's, it's a few hours away from here. Yeah, it's about four hours. <coughs> yeah. At least three and a half, four hours, something yeah. like that. But, um, now the important question. Metallica or Megadeth? Metallica. I mean, I can think of like a handful of Megadeth songs that I like, but I can think of a whole lot of Metallica that I like better. Yeah. So, well, we have Enigma Underground Radio, so you want a flavor of what we listen to, <coughs> Enigma Underground Radio is it. So, we have our live show on Thursday nights on that, and then well, we stream 24-7, so uh, Dave is whoop. <laughs> yeah, so, but we're, we're rockers. Hell yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, so we did the Loud and Lima back in the summer. So that was, you know, 80s metal. <laughs> you know, you're talking, uh, you know, 80s hair band. So, um, they don't have the hair anymore. They don't have the hair anymore, Some no. Them. Some of them don't have the voice anymore either. Some of them do. Yeah. Millie still has the voice. Steelheart yeah. Millie? Oh my God. The guy can still freaking bring it. Bucket list band there. Yeah. That was at the very, very top 
at the bucket list, like number one item on the list. So she's a big Steelheart fan. Oh God! <laughs> oh yeah. So, um, Tim, a lot of gangster spirits there. I bet in Chicago, yeah, probably. But you know what? There's a lot. There's a lot of them in other places too some that we come across. Yeah, there's some in Alton. Some in Alton. Uh, Kansas City area has a lot. <clears throat> so. Um, even Ohio, a couple of places in Indiana. So basically, like the whole Midwest region, you know, had a lot of uh, gangster activity, of course. <clears throat> so, Tom, you didn't play my song on Thursday. Um, yeah, there's, okay. There's a reason for that, and I will play it this coming week, Tom. Um, <clears throat> our licensing. So we have ASCAP licensing, um, and Alice Cooper is BMI. <clears throat> so every once in a while, I sneak in a, a BMI licensed song when I do the live show uh, from home. If I'm on the road, because I would have to upload it to the server to do the the autoplay. And when I'm on the road, I pre-record the show and upload everything to the server. I don't want the BMI stuff being out there on the server um, because it stays there. But if I just play it live, then it doesn't stay. It's just a one-time play. So somebody would have to like be you know, really listening and be like, oh, they get... So every once in a while, I'll sneak in a BMI song. There are some BMI <clears throat> bands that we play, but... But with permission. Get... If we if Shauna gets permission, Shauna works her, her butt off to do all that stuff, so... And, and she's trying to touch. get... She's trying to get Alice Cooper onto the rabbit hole. It's be... gonna happen. Because <clears throat> he's into the paranormal. His last album that he just uh, came out with, it's already out, right? Yeah. 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 Um, it was named Paranormal, so... We're going to send him a ghost. So we're working on getting him on the show. It's going to happen. Awesome. <clears throat> it's going to happen. This, this, I've messaged um, everybody that I could find on his website that might, that would have something to do with that. And i got time. I'll just hit somebody up every week until they either say yes. Yes, he'll do it. Shut the hell up, lady. Or, you know, <laughs> or no, we're sorry. He's not going to be doing that. But I'm right. not giving up. I'm going to... <laughs> There's Robert White, friend from Australia. Hey, See, Robert. he's somebody that could you know watch the wedding on the live stream. Yeah. So, um, yeah, David Sneaky, yeah. Um, <laughs> and David says seen quite right a few years back. Left halfway through the show. That's unfortunate. I saw Kevin DeBrow on, or I saw him in. He was in, well, Sauge, Illinois. It's close to St. Louis. Um, I saw him there. Sojay, not Sogit. Sojay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, if you miss the Sojay exit to go to the, the venue, then you'll end up in St. Louis, so it's real close. Um, yeah, and I, I went, but um, I there was other, other music going on there, other artists that impressed me more. So he just didn't, wasn't really bringing it anymore. Yeah, that's too bad. Um, so, let's see, David, I'm on the same boat with Sean, I've been trying to get Corey Taylor of Slipknot, he's written a couple books on the paranormal, yeah, Corey Taylor would be another one. Well, let's, yeah. let's, Ted, let's double team him. Let's do it. Let's do it. Tim, question, what is the most famous or celebrity status in spirit form that either or both of you have connected with? So, celebrity spirits that we may have talked to. Um... Captain Mickey. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, he's a celebrity to me. But. Well, I mean, he was in the book Showboat a lot. The the musical Showboat was 
based off of the goldenrod. Um, celebrities. Well, I can tell you what what isn't happening. We don't have like those bugs being like, oh, there's the spirit of so and so that just passed away. Yeah, I mean, I, I've yeah. been I've been to places that are supposedly haunted by you know George Washington and you know people like that, but I haven't interacted with them there. Um, geez, celebrity spirits. I mean, I, I guess when it comes to spirits, I'm into the celebrities there as much as I am in real life, which is like really not at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I'm, I got and, nothing. I, and that was something I said to you. I, what the heck were we talking about? Where I was just like, I'm, yeah, I'm not a fan girl. Like you could, you could mention a celebrity and, and be like, oh, I met so and so and da 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 da. I'd be like, okay. I don't remember who we were talking. Yeah, about. I can't remember who we were talking about. But it's like I I don't get all giddy or whatever when I when I meet somebody that has some sort of fame. I don't. I don't know what we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. But I I remember you were laughing when I said I'm not a fan girl. (laughs) So, so but I mean, and see that was the thing about when the whole Ghost Adventures thing went down last year and. That um, there was so you didn't see it all, but it was somebody on Twitter was you know saying, well, you know, at least you got to meet him, and it's like, oh boy, so what? <laughs> like, yeah, but I tell you it's what, like the, that that doesn't that doesn't appease me, <laughs> you know. I mean, meeting somebody, I I would love to meet Zach, but not for the reasons that fangirls want to meet him. Yeah, I got news. I got news, news for that. Th- yeah. That that whole trip and everything that that was a thousand dollar hit. I don't give a crap if that or not. Yeah. You know, jeez. No, I'm not a fan girl. It's, it's, um, you know, anybody that has like celebrity status, I don't get you know locked up or you know be like oh, it's all uh, no. I'm just like okay, cool. Yeah, you know, whatever. I just they're still people. They're still people. Yeah. They just have better luck than most. Better luck, you know. Yeah. In the right area to make stuff. Right place happen, at the right time. The right whatever. People. Everybody. Everybody you know. shit stinks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, I don't go the whole giddy route or anything. It's just like okay, cool. You know. Um. Tom was looking at hotels around Alton. Okay, cool. Um, there's Elvis on Spirit Box right now. Yeah, you know the one that pissed me off was was Robin Williams on Spirit Box. So, oh Tom, are you doing the group investigation at Mineral Springs Hotel in June? Yeah. Yes. So that'll be Saturday night. So that's June 9th. Uh, we have the event during the day, and then that night is the uh, is the investigation. So there'll be like a break for dinner and all of that, and then we'll we'll all come back and do the investigation. I mean, so, there are some hotels and there's the hotels in Alton. Yeah. yeah. There's some, um, and if you want to get in on like some haunted hotels and stuff like that, uh, how about the Ruble? Okay. And, um, Grafton. Yeah, Grafton uh, has some stuff. We need yeah. more Grafton. I love Grafton. Yeah. Grafton, Illinois. So, it is awesome. So Kat is asking, wedding, when? We haven't set a date yet. Want <laughs> <laughs> to. Um, go ahead. Going on a limb and saying you're not a fan of Huff. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think I just said that the Robin Williams one was, yeah, pissed me off. So Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to 
put it out there. I'm not a fan of that. Well, that and was just totally to get views. Yeah, anybody who is doing anything just for popularity is already why, not, why would I'm not why a fan would Yeah, cuz why would <clears throat> Robin Williams come visit you? Every celebrity has visited him. You know, I, I just don't get that. I mean, I, I could throw up a ghost box here and say, hey, Robin, you know, we have the same birthday. You want to come talk to me? I, I don't think he's going to. No. You know? I mean, anybody's which, voice Which we do share in, the same birthday, by the way. Anybody's voice coming in on a spirit box, you're one yes, and all of a sudden, oh, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. But if you want, if you want to get started on spirit I boxes, think they, I think they probably I would like it. know that people are fans <laughs> of it, but I will say this. If you are using one and you're in somewhere where there is zero chance for radio stations to come in, like there is nothing, like you're in like solitary confinement signal wise, and there is no chance of anything, and maybe there's no antenna, like there's zero chances for anything to come through, and then someone says something on there, that'll make a believer out of me. Yeah, yeah I, I, think, I think there's too much chance of, of radio bleed over with that, and um, you know, for one, they give me a headache anyway. But the idea that okay, you get one thirteenth of a second. How is a spirit piecing that stuff together? I, I just don't. I guess I don't understand how they would have the know-how to be able to piece that together. And I'm just not going to say, well, as a spirit, now they know how to do stuff like that. Yeah. You know, some spirits, depending on how far back you go, if you're talking to a spirit, you know, that lived around the 1700s, they're not going to know what freaking radio is anyway. No. You know, but. Yes, I've never quite understood that. And yeah, I've, well, I could bring it up. Um, you know, a year and a half ago, or whatever it was, I'm out on an investigation, and we're out in the, we're out in the middle of <clears throat> pretty much nowhere, enough to get a radio signal. But, you know, an SB7 was brought out, they had a broken antenna. And so, you know, we're going live, and the point is made that, well, you know, this will really, you know, tell if, you know, we're talking to a spirit or not because the antenna's broken off. We're kind of out in the middle of nowhere, so it's hard to get a signal anyway. So this is just basically going to be pure white noise. A white noise machine, yeah. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. But, so, we're, we're sitting there doing this for, like, all of two or three minutes, getting nothing off the FB7. All of a sudden, he puts that away, pulls out the old, you know, an old hack shack ghost box, you know, got the antenna up, and, you know, now we've got the radio bleed over. It's like, oh, we're getting this, oh, we're getting that. It's like... So, nope. So, Tim, ever think maybe a trip to Forest Lawn in Hollywood would be an interesting paranormal investigation? Well, sure. Um, just it takes, it takes money to get out to California from here. <laughs> yeah. um, Sean Gilmore, hey, how's it going, Hi, Sean? Hi. Good to see you. Um, Cat, hope you guys saved a ghostie for me. I have a box of a hundred out in my car. So yeah, there's a lot of relatives. <laughs> we got some ghosties. If anybody wants a ghostie, just HauntedRoadMedia.com. You can order one up. I'll send one to you. Um, David, is the Haunted Road Media event going to be in Alton? Yes. It's going to be in Alton, Illinois at the Mineral Springs Mall. This is the old Mineral Springs Hotel. Uh, where our friends uh, Dave and Donna from Mediterranean's Inn are uh, helping us out, putting that on. So, um, yep, June 9th. You so come? You should come on. Come on down. Um, it'll be 10 to 6, 10 a.m., 6 p.m. is what we're looking at for hours. So, Sean Gilmore, not June 9th. What do you mean, not June 9th? Yes, June 9th. Yes. Why not June 9th? We're doing it June 9th. You need to come. <laughs> so, wherever else you got going on, Whatever cancel. Whatever it is you got going on. Or make it happen 
where where we're at. So you know, if it's like if it's a wedding anniversary or something, you know, bring the whole crew. If it's a birthday, bring everybody. Whatever. So if somebody's getting married, have the have the wedding there in the grand ballroom, you know. So, um, David, the new spirit boxes are BS. Well, I try to get answers by making something that distorts sound. It's ridiculous. The goal is for clear communication. Uh, yeah, agree with that. <laughs> so, Robert, especially if they were in the old days before all this tech. Yeah, what you just said. <laughs> yeah, and see, that's the thing is that. Um, and I mentioned this the other day on one of the shows, is that um, some of this technology that we're using that we're trying to communicate with, back in, like, even the 18, like, early 1800s, 1700s, 1600s, if they're, you know, that old, um, they're going to be looking at what you have, you know, lighting up, making all these noises and all that stuff, as, like, magic, quote-unquote magic, and if it's of magic, it's witchcraft or of the devil or, you know, something like that, so they're going to be like, I'm... I'm away from these people. Either that or <laughs> they're, you're going to get rock hurled at yeah. you. Or you might get, yeah, somebody might try to stone you. Or, yeah. or you might get the ghost to try to start a fire, burn you at the stake right there. <laughs> you know, so yeah. some of it, that's just going to, you know, scare off uh, those older spirits. So somebody, you know, walking into a, you know, a house from the 1700s trying to use that equipment, it's like, you know, we are, tr sure, we're trying to use it and use the technology to help us out with the, with the investigation. But understand that, this equipment might scare off some of those some of those spirits. Yeah, you'd almost have to explain, you know, <clears throat> this is the year, you know, 2018, you know, meaning no disrespect to anybody that was here before this stuff was, you know, commonplace. Um, you know, anytime you're walking up into somebody's house anyway that doesn't belong to you, you need to tell them who you are and explain what you're doing and describe yeah. things because there's a if, if I'm a spirit and I see somebody, you know, waving something that has bells and whistles or whatever, and, you know, I'll be like, I don't know what that is, you know, um, or if they're obnoxious or being rude, you know, certainly I'm just going to go off and hide until someone <laughs> comes out that has manners. Yeah. Manners and respect goes a long way, and it doesn't matter it really what does. time of year it is. All of it, it really does. It doesn't matter what year it is. Manners and respect do not ever go out of style. Yeah, yeah and we, we do keep in mind to explain the technology that we're trying to use because we don't know yes. when you know the spirit we're trying to act with or interact with may have lived so they may not understand that you know this you know they might not restore understand what quote-unquote recording is so yet yeah, you have to explain okay this is what this box does this box you know does these different things and kind of really explain it <clears throat> you know, if the spirit was around in the 1980s, okay, they probably get it. But if they're around in the 1880s, no, they're not. So you need to explain it. So, um, what did we miss here? So, Sean's laughing. Sean says, I work one Saturday a month, and that's my Saturday to work. Aww. Oh, man. Come on. So, well, tell him you need that day off, and you'll work somebody else's Saturday. Yeah. Offer to work somebody else's yeah, Saturday. Yeah, sw switch with somebody. You have time, so see if somebody Yeah, you got a few months to you. figure it out, but we'd, we'd love to see you there. Patricia. Tell him, tell him you have somebody getting married out of state. <laughs> there you go. You know. Patricia, Patricia says she always hears voices in white noise. That's cool. We hear um, it in water. <laughs> you know, you anything, almost anything could be white noise sometimes. So, Patricia, Annette, did you both have childhood paranormal experiences? So cool you do this as a couple. Nope. Shauna didn't, but I did. Um, I got nothing. So it came, it came along in Shauna's life much later, but then once you had your first experience, and it was as an adult, it was like the floodgates opened. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't remember anything. Um, not until like 2000 and God, I don't know, 2004 ish, maybe 2000 and in between 2002, 2004. Uh, I was living in Alton, Illinois. So for anybody that knows where that's at, you know, and then that kind of just <clears throat> literally opened up the floodgates. So, um, if there was anything that happened to me as a child, I blocked that out. My sister had an imaginary friend, and I have I had a sat. I've sat on her imaginary friend, and you know, um, many times, but I didn't know. I didn't feel anything. So, yeah, I remember nothing before two thousand in the two thousands. Yeah. For for me, I've I just posted a shadow person video <laughs> last night, so um, you can you can hear a bit about my uh, first shadow person experience which was when I was about eight or nine years old so that's on the Hunter Road Media channel go check it out if you haven't yet please subscribe I gotta throw all that in there yeah because um, we're really <clears> close <throat> to the 5,000 subscribers we're really mark. close to 5,000 so yeah. but yeah um, shadow person experience where basically you know, I woke up in the middle of the night and in the corner of my room was this tall dark figure so I was thinking somebody had broken into the house I didn't know back then call a shadow person or anything like that um, so I found an intruder was in the house I tried to scream and I couldn't um, but then the thing came up to me, leaned over the bed, took my arms and crossed them across my body like this, and then ran off down the hall into the linen closet. So, just kind of weird why I would run into the linen closet, but it did. Um, so then I found my voice, got up, ran to my parents' bedroom. They tried to tell me that it was, you know, just a dream, you know, but I was awake for the whole thing and it happened. So, that was my first major experience, but, you know, I, I had other, a couple other small ones. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, growing up, so yeah, I've had, I've had some stuff. <laughs> so Sean says I will talk to my employer. Cool, good, good. Yes. Uh, Mike, did Pat had a couple of shadow spirits in the childhood homes? Oh, Mike did. Pat had a couple of child. Okay, you're, you're telling what everything I just explained. <laughs> um, okay, Robert White demons. Watch out for Zach. Yeah. Um. Sean, we did a session with a ghost box, and we got an EVP over. It was the old-looking county jail. Um, <clears throat> I will say that um, I have, on occasion, gotten some interesting activity with ghost boxes. Um, you know, it's just... It's a, it's a radio bleed-over, so I just don't trust it as much, you know? Um, there... There was this one time with a ghost box and with other devices that we kept repeating the same questions whenever we uh, took out a different device. And we were getting some similar responses between all the different devices. So that, on that occasion, that seemed legit. Um, there's other times where, you know, working with different people, it's like, you know, they're, they're getting what they think are responses to their questions. And it's like, that was part of a song, or that was a talk show, or, you know, I could tell, you know. <clears throat> so, um, I'm very, very skeptical of them, so I just really don't use them. Um, Robert, I'm still waiting for a spirit when asked to give a sign for them to light up an exit sign. Interesting, light up an exit sign. Um, now, I've had one where it was, it kept lighting up the light, and I've never claimed to have brought anything home. 
I think this was somebody else and decided to pay a visit. Uh, they were lighting up the uh, the light on the fan in, in my living room, and you know, finally one day when it when it popped on, I was like, "All right, that's enough. If it's really, you know, somebody else, you got to, or if it's really somebody here, you got to show me something more than just turning it on because that could just be." You know the the remote getting pressed or whatever because you know we have a remote for the fan that can turn it on. And all of a sudden it started blinking. So it's like, okay, okay, that's something. Yep. <laughs> um, and I did put on an audio recorder and I did get an EVP. So Bonnie Halpern is joined. Hey Bonnie. Hey Bonnie. So uh, Jay Lynch is here. Did I, did I miss Jay? Oh yeah, Jay Lynch. Hey. Jay Lynch did join. Hey Jay. Things are about to get dirty. Yeah. That's typical, Jay. Um, Patricia, shadow persons are freaky. Do you think they are interdimensional beings or demonic in their own, or in their own category? Um, I do think they're interdimensional beings. Um, I don't believe that they are demonic because I've had you know, interactions with shadow people that are not evil or dangerous or what have you. Um, you know, like the the second interaction that I had with a shadow person, you know, was when I was moving into a new house uh, when I was 13 years old. And it was just something that was peeking in the room, and then any time it look and dart away. Uh, my mother said that she saw the same thing, so that kind of like verified, okay, I'm not seeing things. Um, there's some one that it seemed that uh, I scared it. You know, um, the one at Campsville Grade School. I mean, it seemed like a kid. Yeah, I know? never felt. You know, not, I don't like the basement there, but I don't like basements anywhere. Right. To be honest. Um, I feel more comfortable in the very bowels of Mineral Springs than I do the basements of most houses <laughs> and schools. It's kind of funny. Which is weird because, you know, that's some seriously old land down there. And um, Well, yeah, but the one in, in at the Campbell Grade School, that was dug into well, a too. Native American archaeological site. Yeah, I mean, so they, I really they would, don't like it down there. Yeah. It's an archaeological site, site for you know Native Americans. They've got probably a bunch of those artifacts there in the town in different buildings. They put a school pff, right into the spot where they dug. It's like, yeah. are you kidding me? <laughs> so, but yeah, um, when when we're done here, just go check out that shadow person video that I just posted. We actually have like a whole playlist of videos on shadow people um, on the Hunter Road Media channel. Binge watch. So you can binge watch that whole playlist. Um, so there's a great. Uh, screen capture of that shadow person at the whoops at the uh, Campbell Grade School. It's and it's there. not it's us. That, well, I mean, we're sitting in the bleachers, and this is over the by the door. And this to is the, like yeah. way over across the other side of this right. gymnasium, right? And it's dark, right? And I if mean, you if you look at the video clip, you can actually see it walking. Yeah, it was moving. Yeah, but we we just put in the uh, well, no, we have that. We have the whole video clip. Um, on the video that we posted, but on, on my Instagram, I have the uh, just the screen capture of it, so you can you can see arms. And you can see his little arms. You, get, you see head. You see arms. You see the feet. Yeah, and yeah. judging just to scale, it's about yeah. chest high on me. So yeah, because we had on a on a follow up when we did like the reveal video for cancel just for the grade school, we had Shauna go stand over there and just kind of compare, you know, given the height of where the shadow person was in the photo to, you know, how Shauna was standing. Yeah, it was like up to here, so we were thinking like maybe a 10-year-old. Yeah. You know? So, in that, you know, if that is a person, well, that's certainly not, that's certainly not a demon. Uh, but I mean, I, go ahead. there's a lot of 
you know, people would say, well, there's, there's, there's people out there that believe that there is no, you know, everything that you deal with, uh, with the paranormal is demonic. And it, just yes. because it doesn't have horns and stuff like that doesn't mean that it's not one trying to mess with you. But, um, no. Yeah, no, it's, it's, they're not all demonic. There Are there nasty ones? Are there oh, evil? Yeah. yeah, yeah, there certainly yeah. are. There are certainly evil ones, but they're not all evil. So, but definitely go check out those videos when we're done. Um, okay, I hope you all are writing a book, or did I miss that? Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am right in the middle of writing a book on shadow people. We'll also have the Fourth Encounters book out uh, later this year. We need someday. to collaborate on something. Well, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, um, Robert, what goes through their minds with selecting school locations? I think it was an open property, probably. Yeah. Um, David, did an experiment on Josh Hurd in which we overloaded his senses with sight, sound, raised the energy in the room, and, and psychologically, I Facebooked the whole thing. I'll have to check that out. That sounds David, pretty interesting. Um, so you did, like, sensory overload. Have you done yeah. the opposite? Have you done Gansfeld where it's, like, Sensory deprivation. Away? sensory deprivation. Yeah. Gunswell's very cool. I've had some, you know, me and a group, my group had done it inside a building um, that we were investigating at all the time and nobody shared their experiences. Everybody wrote down, you know, what happened and uh, nobody said anything and then when it came time to share the experiences, there were a lot of things on there that we all shared and then stuff that was different too. Uh, me personally, um, you know, I felt stuff going on, and it's so, you're in this dark building, and the energy was a little <coughs> unstable anyway, like you never knew what was going to happen in this place from one day to the next, and then you're blindfolded, you know, and you can't hear anything except for white noise, and you literally feel like, you know, I couldn't relax, you know, I knew that people were sitting, you know, not more than just a couple feet away from me, so that if anything happened, you know, I wasn't alone, but... Just given the nature of the energy in that building, it was hard for me to relax until right there at the end. And then I finally, you know, was like, you know, this is going to be a failed experiment for me if I don't just relax and, and do it. And it didn't take me any time, you know, after that. And then all of a sudden stuff was just going on all around me. And um, felt something get like right up in my face there at the end. And uh, I don't know who it was, what it was, um, but... It was pretty interesting. So if you've ever done that, you know, I'd like to see if there's yeah, any, you interesting. know, if there's any video footage or if you have anything of it, you know, let me know. Cause well, he said he put something up on there, so we'll have to go take a look. Um, Robert, uh, I was just watching the hospital vid you had up, cast it to the TV, so much larger view. Cool. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a, that St. Joe's is a great place. So we need to get back there because we need to check down that hall about the thing that peeked out. So we'll have to to see if we can get in there before. See if we can recreate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, because they're getting new ownership, so they might not be open after April. So I don't know. Um, Tim, question: Have you ever investigated a site just to be terrified by the evil of it all and couldn't continue with your investigation? I've never gotten that scared on an investigation. I don't usually get scared. So I mean, I've had some pretty scary stuff happen um, at the cafe. With the cafe you know, that I keep but, hearing so much about. But we went right back because basically to see damage control. Um, 
Yeah, there were there was a lot of stuff uh, going on that night, and including uh, something charging at us from another room and pulling stuff off the walls and throwing stuff across the room, furniture. Um, you know, and then well, yeah, I mean, there's some nasty stuff there. Yeah, but. I mean. But I guess his question is, did you intentionally go to a place that you knew had evil stuff just to get scared? So going I don't, back, I don't, going back I don't, after that well, was yeah. kind of scary, but no, I haven't. But you're not going someplace to get scared, no. not for the thrill ride. No, and, that's not why I would yeah. go. And, and I think there's a lot of people that, that go out there just to get scared, just to get the thrill, which what you would do is you would just go to a commercial haunted house if you want to get scared. If you just want somebody to spook you. I mean, if there's, like, somewhere out there that has stories of being, you know, evil or demonic or whatever, um, like, say, somewhere that has, you know, documentation of, you know, people practicing, like, satanic something or other, you know, where you know there's going to be that kind of energy there. Um, well, there was <coughs> stuff suspected of that at Black, Church, at Black Bear Church, and we went out there anyway. Um... I don't know. I, I don't. This stuff doesn't spook me. Yeah, I it's mean, because like, I because I have a belief that I'm protected. Yeah, I mean, and I'm gonna be okay. That's so. that's the way that I've always, you know. There are some places where my my mind, my intuition will just tell me, nope, don't go in that room. And there's probably a reason for it. I don't know what it is, and I just I always yeah, trust, trust your that. own intuition. Yeah, yeah, trust your own intuition. I always sure. trust that, but. Um, <clears throat> You know, people, you know, be careful when you go out because, you know, something's either going to come home with you or something even. I put an awful lot of faith in myself and in certain crystals that I wear. Um, I put faith in things like that. I have more faith in myself more than anything. <laughs> you know, I believe that if I don't want something to latch on or, you know, attack me or anything like that, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, and that's that's kind it. of the the same way I am. Um, you know, sure, their attachments can happen, stuff can come home with you. Um, I do my own little thing going in and out of haunted locations, and I have a faith in it that it works. And you know what? I haven't had anything come home with me. So, and I've been doing this for years. You have, me, I guess but, you have. Um, and, and somebody could, you know, and if something has, and I haven't known it to have happened, you know, and somebody could make a case that the, you know, the fan blinking in my house you know was something I brought home but I just I really don't think it was I, I, I thought it was my grandfather you know yeah I haven't brought anything home with me that's like ever terrorized me or anything like that usually if I put my foot down until it get lost you know um, yeah. it is it, it just happens yeah so um <laughs> Robert White, the majority of the evil ones must be in the U.S. because all the encounters I have been have been benevolent. Well, that's cool. Yeah, evil Americans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and David says, yes, deprivation was a reason for the overload. That makes sense. Um, Bonnie, anything about the fairies yet? No. No. No, unfortunately. We're going to go um, back and visit the property. We're, yeah, we're going to go back. We'll, we'll check out the property. Um, hopefully this year it won't be as wet. Maybe we can get back to the locks. Yeah. Because that's where um, Shauna has some fantastic photography, which could very well be the same entities that were on the boat that may be fairies. I don't but, ever catch anything on Yeah. But last film, year, that so. whole area was flooded down there, so we couldn't, we couldn't go down there last year. And there was a lot of bugs. 
Yeah. Oh my god. So Patricia says, "I love Shauna's calmness. I bet it helps in paranormal investigations." Well, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not ones that like jump and scream and go running out of the, you know, building or whatever. You know. No. Um, I'm just very calm whenever I explain mm-hmm. stuff. You know. Um, we're just we're curious. Not gonna we're not going to borders or anything like that. I'm just going to be like, hey, yeah. you know, I'm me or you. This is what I want to know. If you want to tell me, great. If you're not going to tell me, then I'm just going to talk amongst myself or talk to somebody else until you decide to speak up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but spirits like humans sometimes have no manners. And sometimes they will either, you know, get up in your space in a not-so-friendly way or, you know, be a little more hands-on. Um, and I'm still calm about that, too, but they do get their, you know, they do get a, a foot put down on that kind of stuff so yeah yeah no it's we're just curious we're, we're curious about we, we, we're investigators you know we're not there um, looking for a thrill and like I said earlier I, I think that there's too many people that get involved that are just looking to get spooked that are looking to get a thrill you know like at a commercial haunted house they're looking for that to happen at a real haunted house but that's not what this is about. That's not what we're, we're doing this for. The only thing that I get giddy about is going to new places where there's new energy to interact with. I get yeah, excited we're discovering about new that. things. Yeah, we get excited yeah. about this discovery I get of new things. About that. Or when we're doing some research and we start coming across, you know, information that we're unearthing for the first time in you know however many decades there yeah, or hundreds of years that we're like wow you know you go into a place and you're just flying blind and all of a sudden you have information and you start throwing out names yeah, that's a game changer yeah <laughs> when they're like oh shit <laughs> you know um we have been discovered yep they have our names you know so david supplied a link to that video he says it's a condensed version cool renee hey oh david um email it or facebook it to one of us because well, I don't know, will it show up? It'll show up there. Well, yeah, it'll it'll, it'll be it'll in the comments. It'll be in the I'm comments. Used to the yeah. rabbit hole stuff where nothing is. Yeah, there. the rabbit hole chat doesn't yeah. say. Ignore me. Although now, what you can do, since we have it on the screen there, is you could watch the video and you'll see it scroll by. Oh. So that's an option, though. Yeah. I mean, you ignore can't you can't copy and paste it, but you could see it. Um, so our chat is now getting saved. Sweet. Yeah. Because that's so, an interesting chat. So Bonnie says the ha- the hospital was awesome. Cool. Um, so Tim no I meant going to a site just to find it so incredibly evil that your investigation couldn't continue no like I said I, I don't get scared off oh well the night at the cafe but you had the, with the night at the cafe of the stuff being thrown around for you got thrown around, yeah. we ended like right there I mean I wanted to go back in but he's like no we better not I have <laughs> ended an investigation because the location was so incredibly infested with roaches <laughs> Not evil, but very nasty. <laughs> it's true. We did. <laughs> that place was terrible. So, Robert, spookproof Mike, okay. David, sometimes people are full of it. Investigated a well known place where attacks would happen to particular people, and I caught them faking it in posts on YouTube. Yeah, there's people that fake it, unfortunately. Um, that's really sad because. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're, we're trying to learn and discover, and if people are faking things and are dishonest, then we're not learning and discovering anymore. And then when so. somebody does, you know, get something, then coming out of the gate, because of all the people that fake stuff, 
you know, is not going to be seen as legitimate. And there, believe it or not, there are some honest people out there. Well, there are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what am I missing here? So Tom says he uses dowsing rods. Bonnie says look for a ring near the location. I'm not sure which location she's talking about. Bonnie, which location to look for a ring? I guess I missed that. Um, Renee, it's a matter of even gaining the confidence of the spirits as well. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we're not the cause of any harm to them. Well, yeah, and I think a lot of times that you have to repeatedly go back to a location um, to just build that rapport. You know, we we consider that we're building friendships with these spirits. Yeah, it's like with the golden rod. Like the, you know, it's you know, yes, it's you know, devastating to lose you know, a piece of American history, a historical landmark. Um, but I had been in there so many times a week, so many weeks, you know, um, you know, four years, you know, worth. And, you know, coming in there, uh, it was almost like being around family at that point. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's tough when you hit a location one time and you're, you're trying to, you know, discover who's there, get some interaction, and, and all of that. You know, when they don't know you, you know, it's you know, you're like walking into somebody's house for the first time, and you know, you're trying to get them to, you know, to jump. <laughs> you know? Um, it's almost like you're being a salesperson at that point. Like, you know, you show up at the door, hey, I want you to do something, and I'm out of here. You know, in, in an hour. Um, so I think it's it's difficult that first time that you go to a location. You might get some good paranormal activity. It's still, I mean, it can't happen. But I think the more you continuously return to a location, you build that rapport with them. You know, like anybody else, you start to be you start to get to know them better. They start to get to know you better. You become become more comfortable around each other. So Definitely it's just they're, they're people. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same type of um, interaction you would have with people. When they start saying your name, that's the coolest yeah. ever, you know. So, uh, Robert White, Australia is a new place to visit. Yes, it is. <laughs> Would love to go to Australia. Um, Bonnie, absolutely getting new energies and seeing something you've never seen or heard before. Yep. David, it was an extremely, whoops, it was an extremely well-known location. It was featured on TV. I'll leave it at that. Okay, cool. Robert White, Fairy Rings in the land where the golden rod had been. Okay, that's what you're talking about, fairy rings. In the, um... See, it would have well, been difficult, you know, so far, because if it wasn't underwater, yeah. there was a lot of foliage. There was a lot of... Yeah. It was heavily canvassed by nature, and to the point where, you know, and then there was, like, the area around it where it had been, you know, just leveled off, just dirt. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean... You never know. You never know. I don't know what's there now. Be yeah, because they've tramped all over that land right now. Yeah, I mean, they leveled it before they burned it. And then, you know, since the salvage team has been in there, who knows how much has been torn up. So, um, Bonnie, they broke your flashlight at the cafe, right? My, my party light. My, your party light. Yeah. Um, yeah, they broke it. I mean, I haven't been able to get it to work. You know, batteries work. I mean, because I, I was only out twelve bucks. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, you know, we had the the grid, the light grid up, and we had put it up away from everybody so nobody would bump it off or nobody would bump it and it would move and be like, oh, what's that? You know. 
So we put it up, you know, across from and and taped it down, so that that way it was not moving. And then we all saw uh, what looked like um, someone plucking individual lights out of the grid, like off, and it looked like they were being tossed or flicked, you know. So just one light was just traveling. You could just watch it. It was so weird. It That's was really pretty weird. weird. And definitely one of those you know, WTF files that we used to have where we're like, what in the world? Um, and it stopped working that night. I had had it for a week. Mm -hmm. And then it was just done. That was it? Yeah. That's too bad. Okay, Patricia, do you ever come across portals and you did, do you try to seal them off? Um, I've come across portals before. Um, I'm going to say I try to seal them off. I mean, what um, gives us the authority to do that? The only, the only time that I've really tried to like quote unquote seal something off, it wasn't really sealing something off. It was just, you know, we got mirrors opposite of each other, which can create a portal. Let's not do that. Let's <laughs> move the mirror, you know. So, um, so there's that. But, um, I mean, there may be a reason why the portal is there. There may be a need for it. So. Um, I mean, the one place, um, well, we did the cleansing at the Ed, at the Edmund house, and there's believed to be a portal there. Um, we didn't, we didn't close the portal, you know, we just eradicated the nasty entity out of the house. Yeah, I so, don't, it's not, I don't believe it just anybody, like, hey, you there on the street, I need you to close that portal. I need you to tell this person to go to the light. I need you to cross this person over. I don't think just anybody has that authority, and I don't think that just everybody should have that authority to do it. You know, so I'm not going to try to attempt to do anything like that. The only thing that I'm going to attempt to do is communicate to whatever energy is interacting with me. That's all you'll see me do. The rest of it... You know, quite honestly, I don't know if I would, you know, personally want to close a portal anyway because I'd love to learn more about them and how they work and how they function and who can go back and forth through them and... I'd, I'd be, I'm still more curious as to how all of that works rather than just like, oh, there's a portal, let's close off, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, there's things that we, you know, assume, you know, just by feel, feel like it's a, a source of, you know, high energy, you know, like we call the crazy tree portal area. Yeah. Um, at Ashmore Cemetery. In Ashmore, I mean that that one's. It may not. It might not be a portal. It might but not be, but it's, it's got some energy. It's purposely designed. In yeah. a in this certain place in a certain you know way, and then it's got totally different energy from the rest of the area around it, and you can step in and out of it. So to me, that means there's something. You know, something there you're going stepping on there. into something. Yeah, something going on there. It was purposely designed to be like that. And I'd like to learn why rather than close it off. Yeah. So that's just my curious nature. Yeah, things are the way they so, are for a reason, so. Yeah. Tim, thought, thought flies and vermin are assigned demonic activities, so maybe roaches fall in that category. <laughs> uh, they are just un very not clean people <laughs> um, Bonnie when you go to the site looking for fairies um, we have gone 
we have done a specific investigation looking for fairies there at the Goldenrod. Uh, when we go back into that area, we will be looking for that. And if we go down to the locks, we'll be looking for that too. I will say that so. since being there and experiencing that, I've started seeing it in other places. Like well, I you know never, what to look for now. You know what to observe. Yeah, like yeah. it had never, I had never seen anything, you know, like that. Now all of a sudden, everywhere I go, it's there. Yeah, it's probably you just didn't so notice before. But like since this, it was like such a huge, the, the way it happened, the way it played out was like just massive. Yeah. So now it's like, oh, that's what that is. Yeah. It's just like now, it's like that, that filter, that block that I had, you know, it's like all of a sudden went poof, you know, yeah. and now I see that. Oh, there's Diane Hilbert. Hey, Diane. Hi, Diane. Um, Tim, some paranormal investigators use Ouija boards in their work. What are your views on the instrument and just who do you think they are communicating with? Okay, so Ouija boards. Fun. Um, I'm not, I mean, I don't use them. But I'm not. I'm also not in the camp that denounces them either. I, I think they're a tool, just like an audio recorder is a tool. You know, we're trying to communicate with spirits, and that's what the Ouija board is for. It's 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 a spirit board. You're trying to communicate with spirits. I think the problem is in not knowing how to use them properly. So they've been marketed as a game, and so young children are getting a hold of this thing, you know, trying to play around with it, not knowing what they're doing. And something tries to communicate back with them, and they don't know how to close it off or anything when they're done. And so they get spooked because something's trying to interact with them, and it just opens up a whole door that they didn't intend to open. But it's because they're, you know, 12 years old, and they have no idea what the hell they're doing. So um, I don't really use them. But yeah. I, I did, <clears throat> like a friend of mine, now this is back in, I probably was 12, maybe a little younger than that, um, they had one. And we had set it down and put everything, you know, where it was supposed to be. And then um, we got up. Uh, she went to go shut the door, and I went to go turn off the light. And while both of us were across the room, the little thing went and flew off oh, the door. Wow. Now, nobody was over there. And I can see, you know, but it was, we're talking like a table, you know, so it's flat, you know. And it was the only thing that moved. So um, we called upstairs to her brother. <laughs> he went and got that and the board, and we were just like, yeah. don't want it. Yeah, I mean, there, there it. are people that I know that use them on investigations, that just use them, they use them in everyday life, they use them as a tool. Yeah. I know people that do that. I just don't. And, that's, if, and if they know how to use it like that, that's awesome. You know, for, for me, it's a it's audio recorder. Yeah, and I, w I would put more faith in one if nobody was touching it. If no other person was touching if no, it. If no other person was touching yeah. it. Because... Yeah, you know, I think it's like, I'm not moving it, you're moving it. No, I'm not moving it, you're moving it. But how about nobody touch it? And then if it moves, then I'll have a little bit yeah. more. You know, and, you know. And, and yeah, I, I do know people that have had bad experiences with it. But, you know, you're you're inviting a spirit in to communicate with you. But the same thing could happen with, you know, an audio recorder or a, K, a K2. You're doing the same thing. Light it up in response to my questions. And with, a, with something like a, a K2, I mean, you're detecting... You know, electromagnetic anomalies, but we tend to use it as a communication device. You know, if you're over there, step into it, and then, you know, it'll light up. We, we go through the whole process of what it is, what it does, you know, and, you know, we have before, you know, at, at times when we've gotten something to be able to interact with it, we use it as a yes-no device. You know, it's the same thing as a Ouija board. Ouija board has yes and no on it. So, um, all right. What else we got here? 
Um, Bonnie, um, also, who's to say we close a portal and it's supposed to be open? I'd rather study it as well. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. You know, maybe there's a reason. You know, maybe there's some other entity that, however they do it, has opened it up for a specific reason. So, all right. Um, David, do you think that strong belief in any religion or practice causes people to experience the things they believe in? Demons, fairies, elementals, etc. Kind of a mental manifestation or embodiment in it. And it ended right there. So, again, I think it's too long for, for live, so we didn't get the whole thing. But um, I get the question. I understand it. I... Maybe the reason... I was a practicing Lutheran for years. For years and Catholic years and, and years Christian, and years. So, yeah. And it was about the time that I left and moved out of the area uh, when I just, I stopped. And I started opening up to other things. But, um, and then all of a sudden, you know, everything just happened, you know, for me. So, um, I'm not a religious person. And I think stuff so, happens to you regardless of faith. Yeah, and I just like what I was going to say, because I know people that are Christian that have stuff happen to them. So, um... Yeah, I mean, people... People from all walks of life, all denominations, faiths, religions, you know, experience paranormal activity. So, you know, would demons target like a specific religion or anything like that? I don't think so. I think they target anybody. Yeah. I think they're more um, likely to target somebody that is mentally weak and who is not very someone. Yeah, someone but that doesn't have anything to do with religion. Yeah. No, I think they're just you know. Bad energy feeds on fear, you know. I you know, and, and you have some people that may theorize that well, they're going to go after people that actually have a stronger faith because they would love to have the bragging rights to bring down somebody with that, you know, strong of a faith. And it's just target whomever they. I mean, yeah, whether it's a more weak-minded person or you know maybe they are doing. It. I think each of them have their own individual reasons as to why they do things. You know, so. Yeah, I don't think it has to do with faith or religion. Um, although, some would like you to believe that. Mm -hmm. um, what else we got? Okay. Bonnie says, intent. It's all about intent. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, Tim, so who do you think the communication is with? A human that has passed or an evil spirit portraying the person being summoned? Both. <laughs> Both? I, I mean, I think it could be either. And that's... You know, one of the things that you are taking a chance with, with any of what we do, you know, whether it's a Ouija board or anything else that you're trying to communicate with, it's not the device. You know, that's just, the device itself is just, you know, how you're picking up the interaction, how you're interacting with that thing. You know, what it is on the other side, you know, we're trying to figure that out. And yes, it could be something there, oh, low battery warning. Um, <laughs> it could be something there with, you know, bad intent. Um... You know, or it could be honest, you know, and that's something for us to try to figure out as we're going along. You know, it, the device that you're using to communicate with is a non-factor in that. So, let me get... I know I had the, uh... The cord around here somewhere. I don't know what I did with it. Was right here somewhere. It might still be in the, it. Might still be in the kitchen. Um, but in the meantime, you could answer. Um, 
Okay, David says, what I mean is people who believe in, say, fairies will experience fairies. Um, I experienced fairies without believing in fairies. Yeah. I didn't think they existed until I saw one. I mean, I've always <laughs> been of the mindset that I'm open-minded to just about everything. Um, until something shows me otherwise, that it doesn't exist. Like, oh, I believe in this, but then, you know, there's actual documented scientific whatever kind of proof that says no no you know this phenomena happens because of this you know whatever um i've never interacted with anything fairy like you know before um but i've always been open-minded to just about everything so i believe if you believe in one thing you almost have to believe in some of the other Sorry, stuff guys. to some extent um you know so i just i just try to be open to everything um and since then, I've seen, you know, more anomalies that behave, you know, in a fairy-like manner. So, um, I believe that since I've started putting a little more, a little more thought, a little more energy into the idea of them existing, that if they do exist, then maybe that's why I'm starting to see them more. It's because I'm open to it. So, yeah, I kind of... Yeah. I kind of believe that, you know, what is the thing that says... You know, those who don't believe in magic will never find it. You know, if you want to believe in stuff like that, you have to open yourself up to the idea of it or else, you know, that's why kids, you know, have, they see everything, you know. Because, until, yeah, they're open to believing in anything, and, correct. Until they get a little older and they're programmed to not believe in any of that stuff, you know. Thanks for all the hearts. So, um, you know, those filters, you're not born with those. You know, you're programmed or educated to develop them. So, um, I try to be as unfiltered as possible, you know. We're open to the realm of possibilities. Um, Bonnie, I seem to be having technical issues. My response is delaying. That's okay. Hey, there's Candy. Hey, Candy. Hi, Candy. How you doing? I guess that's why we're getting all the <laughs> hearts. <laughs> and it's just Glidden is here. Oh boy, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I mean, things can happen to somebody who's closed-minded. They just don't get it, or maybe they may finally be like, "Oh, that's what that was." But yeah, if you're more open to it, then um, I think you'll experience more. Now, I said before I walked away and got the cord that you know, well, I hadn't experienced fairies until I saw one. However, I'm always open to you know, the the supernatural realm and any type of activity that's happening out there. So, you know, something like that happens. It's it's not just, I guess it's not specific like that. Like, I believe in all this other supernatural activity, but I don't believe in fairies, so therefore I'm just not going to see fairies. I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of myth and folklore and all that stuff, and we've actually had a hard time trying to find just, like, personal fairy experiences. Yeah. So, you know, everything that we come across is, like, all the old all the old myths and like you know books that we've come across are like well here's the whole social structure of fairies and it's just been like you know who interviewed the fairy that told you <laughs> well this is the way it's all you know constructed you know yeah so they're, they're know. basically taking the old myths and saying this is the way it is and it's like we don't know if that's any of that's real or not probably not i mean i would like to you know talk to people that have had you know firsthand you know experiences you know with them um you know where are those at you know i don't know anybody you know yeah we've been asking for those 
Because we'd like to see how similar they were to our experiences. You know, kind of like the same thing. Hey, uh, like right now I'm, I'm collecting shadow people experiences. So if you've had experiences with shadow people, because I'm putting the book together, uh, if you want to remain remain anonymous, that's fine. But I'd like to get some experiences together to share within the book um, to, to give as you know examples of, of certain aspects of the phenomenon. So I have a few. I know you have a few. <laughs> <laughs> so that that would also be awesome. But yeah, and then we've been asking for the fairy stuff for over a year now. And nobody's really come forward with, here's my personal fairy experience. You know, but we know what we saw, we know what we experienced. It's like you, me, and Tara, and <laughs> that's yeah. it. And then you saw, like, the best part of it, whenever it was, like, that was, coming up. Yeah. I mean, you know, we just saw the... You saw the translucent ball, and see, the way it happened, out. Shauna and her friend Tara, who's also a psychic medium... Um, this is like at the end of the Goldenrod Showboat event that we did like over a year ago in November. And they're sitting on the ground. <clears throat> and the first thing I did see was the translucent yellow ball of light. And it just like came between Shauna and Tara, like swooped down, and then I didn't see it again. I kind of like made mention of it. Um, so we're in the showroom of the Goldenrod. The only light source is my flashlight that's on the floor that's pointing straight out toward the lobby area. That's it. Um, windows are boarded up because they're trying to protect it for winter and all that. Um, so we weren't getting any lights from cars or anything like that. Um, and we'd been sitting there a whole night, hadn't seen. I mean, people passed by. We hadn't seen any, you know, light that had peeked in or anything like that. So <clears throat> a few minutes later, we're continuing to talk. I see this like bar of light, just about I don't know three inches long, up here next to Shauna on the ground. I should have said something. I didn't have my camera on either because the battery was dead because we'd been investigating all night. Um, so I walk around Shauna and I'm looking down at this thing and I'm like pointing at it and like kind of moving my hand around to see if I could break a beam of light or whatever. And I wasn't breaking a beam of light. It was like, it was long. It was like very narrow V shape, right? And as I'm trying to figure out what the heck's going on, it starts wavering like this or I guess here like that <laughs> I get the right right so it's wavering and then all of a sudden it was gone and so I was trying to explain to them what I just saw and then as I'm starting to explain this there was that translucent yellow ball of light again that kind of whooshed around Shauna as she was sitting on the floor it's like whoa there it goes you know there's a there's the ball and they hadn't seen it. They didn't see any of this yet. And we're like, what is he doing? So he's yeah. like walking around, he's like pointing and going like this. And we're like, They're, they think I'm what nuts, is he right? Doing? You know, because we didn't see, feel, hear anything. You know, I mean, there was not a blip on the radar for me. And usually yeah. if something comes anywhere, you know, in my orbit right there, um, I'll feel something. You know, there's some heads up like right before it happens. Yeah. But there was nothing for her either yeah and she didn't pick up anything either but then the ball darted across you know the air like around the ceiling area and it was about the size of a it was about the size of a softball yeah it was at least yeah. the size of a softball yeah and then they saw it and it was going back and forth for like a good I mean, five minutes it was minutes. just like going and then we're like yeah it, it was all over the place yeah. so my take on it is that you know, something came in, you know, 
the first thing that washed down between Shana and Terra, it came down by us. And then when it lit up by you, I think that it was just a little tiny whatever <laughs> that was on the ground standing <laughs> on the floor right there by Shauna giving off its own light and you know that was why you know the V because it's standing there and giving off its own little V lights or whatever and then I think the wavering was wings starting to flap and then it got into the air and it became that translucent ball of light that we saw all over the place yeah. you know I don't so think I'm crazy. That's, that's just what I'm trying to make sense you know, of what I saw. One person seeing it is one thing. But when more than one person in the room is seeing the very yep. same thing, you know. Yeah, you guys just didn't see the light on the floor. Everything else so you saw. I'm so sorry that I missed that part of it. But it's just, you know, on audio, of course, we have no visual evidence. But on audio, you can hear Yeah, like, oh, on audio, you hear us oh, talking about again. Yeah, we did you have know, the audio recorders like, going, so yeah. No, there was really no other... This is it. No <clears> sound... <throat> You know, it didn't yeah, uh, we were trying to talk to it, and there was nothing. There's no response that we got on audio. Nope. So nothing wanted to say anything, and there was just no nothing. I mean, yeah. it was just there. Yeah, it was pretty well. Um. So Bonnie asked, "What about shape shifters? Have you ever seen any?" I can't say that I have. Um. I've only had like uh, one experience. Unless that is, you know, it, it shape shifted from a little tiny whatever into a ball of light. I saw um, a female on my property line up near the woods where I used to live. And uh, I saw her like really clearly. Um, she had blonde hair. I remember like really pale blonde hair. And she was wearing what looked like, like hospital scrubs. They were brown. Um, but she was pretty tan, and then, um, but I saw her just from where I was at in my yard, I had like two or three lots of land, um, and then she was gone, and by the time that I got up there, um, to where she was at, um, uh, what I felt didn't feel like human energy, uh, felt like animal energy of some kind. And since I've never really got out of my way to try to discern the two, I had no idea where the idea came from. So it was just like a, this is not human, but what is it? But what I saw was clearly human, or at least whatever it was, you know, decided to let me, you know, view it as, it was definitely human. Um, but the energy that I felt didn't feel like human. So hmm. that's, you know, the only somewhat even remotely relevant experience that you know I've had I've never seen anything turn in you know from one species to another so well yeah. there was that one time at a bar in Louisiana but I had a few drinks that night <laughs> <laughs> so um candy my box speaking thingy said screeching worm after that David okay you're responding to something <laughs> David said um David only seen some never got to interact with shadow figures I do have a photo and a couple of videos well that'd be cool to see yeah definitely Tim are you guys familiar with the skull experiments skull s-c-o-l-e nope nope but we'll give it a shot we'll look it, it up we'll look it up we'll try just about anything once yep. twice if it works candy or where was this um the uh the fairy thing that was on the golden rod showboat 
That was all on the goldenrod. Which is, you know, another big disappointment of losing the goldenrod is that we can't continue to follow up on that. Because we were doing that in our investigations after. When we were going back, we were always trying to see if we could, you know, interact with the same thing again. Didn't. Saw Twinkles again, and of course yeah. the uh, the shadow figure up in um, on the second floor in that hallway that we think might be Charlie. Yeah, the the Twinkles now, we've seen them just almost everywhere we go. So, I see, you know, a lot of those. Yeah, Candy says... they're related somehow, I don't know. <coughs> how, um, Candy says, Shana, I've had that happen many, many times. They can't pull that crap and hide from me. <laughs> <laughs> so, cool. Anything else we want to talk about? I've been going for a while here. Um... You guys have had a lot of great questions yeah. tonight. It's been fantastic. So for those of you that have missed it, I'll kind of reiterate. Um, June 9th, Mineral Springs Hotel, Mineral Springs Mall in Alton, Illinois, is going to be the Hunter Road Media event. Uh, we haven't figured out a name for it yet, but we did firm up the dates. Uh, and uh, we'll be June 9th, so it'll be a uh, Saturday event, um, 10 to 6. There'll be an investigation following that, so we'll have speakers there. We're doing, um, we're looking to get some music there, and um, there'll be a special candle lighting ceremony at the beginning. Bunch of vendors, of course, and of course, it's going to feature Hunter Road Media authors. So, you know, we'll have other vendors there as well. But, um, you know, of course, we're going to be there. Um, Vanessa Hogles is going to be there. Uh, Katie Hopkins. Uh, Chris Sutton, Coyote Chris Sutton's going to be there. Who else do we have coming so Lee far? Lee Ehrlich better come. Lee Ehrlich better come. <laughs> um, some others, Amelia Cotter said that she could probably make that. Um, so that's cool. And then Adam Tillery might. And um, so we're, we're trying to firm them up for, for getting there. Yeah, there'll be um, a public event, a public hunt also. Yeah, yeah, Saturday night's the public investigation. Yep. So we'll we'll break at 6 for, like, dinner, and then we'll come back for the investigation after that. So if you're so, in the area or you want to come to the area... Yeah, you can come to the area. You don't have to... Yeah, it's, it's not just for people in the area. You can you can come from 10 bucks too and in, in attend this event, you know. And get your chance to investigate with, with us. And, yep, and check out this place that you've yeah. seen on YouTube all the time, so... It's a wonderful place. So, Bonnie, yes, come on down for Yes, that. Bonnie. So, Candy says, wish I could be there. Oh, you won't be able to make that? Come on now. Um, David, me, yes, you. David, yes. So, David, uh, Skull Event is an experiment, a documentary from the 90s. Interesting to watch and give credit for experimental device. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, we'll try just about anything, really. Candy says, I built a BS meter, especially with the negatives. I see mm -hmm. past energy real easily now and have no reason to be deceptive and hide. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, Lee Ehrlich is awesome. That's true. Um, so, Dan says, if she wins the lottery, she'll be there. Tom McNicholas says he will be there. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, especially any of you in Illinois... Um, and that's that's a big reason why Amelia said she's going to be there. It would be a, sh a shame to miss an event that's in Illinois. So, yeah. you know, the ninth worked for her, so most likely Amelia will be there. 
she's coming from your area, Tom. She's in Chicago. So, it'll be very, very cool. So, um, yeah, we're working on the others. Um, so hopefully, yeah, yes, Bonnie says she's coming. It's June 9th. Yes, See? awesome. Very, very cool. Yeah, it'll be a good event. I think so. this is like the first major event for Haunted Road Media. We did, uh, we did the investigation, Ghost of the Golden Rod. Um, and then we did the, uh, you know, it was a book signing event in Mineral Springs last year. But they mostly put that on for us. So, but this is like the first big one that we are doing. So, um, David says, I'll put you guys on my calendar for the ninth. Awesome. Sweet. Fantastic. Um, Bring toys. Candy says, anyone going from New York? Sticking thumb out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, carpool candy. from New York. Come and on. Candy, Frontier is probably the internet provider. Um, but it doesn't suck there because of Frontier. It sucks in Mineral Springs because of the structure. It's yeah, the structure in Mineral Springs is... is it's a lot of thick poured concrete, and, you know. So we've always wanted to go live from down in the pool and just can't. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be we great. Just can't. Yeah, you know, it's just it's too much. We're able to we're able to do it up on the second floor. We got the windows and, and all of that. Um, there's still times where the reception gets bad. Yeah, like there's certain rooms that it's okay in and certain rooms that it's not yeah. okay in. But yeah, I mean, we tried going live from there. We were walking from that hallway that goes back to the fountains where the antique shop is at. We were able to do that. We were able to go live from down there and walk through the grand ballroom, back up the stairs. And then once we tried to go down the other side, into one, the, the moment we opened that door and, and walked into the pool, boom, it was done. Yep, it, it was, it was done. That was it. So, which is really a shame. So, But we do have additional f footage to publish uh, mm -hmm. from there that you guys haven't seen yet. Um, because, you know, we couldn't go live, so it's like, okay, we'll just we'll do a regular investigation. We'll get some footage for you guys, so we still have to put that up on the YouTube channel. So, um... <laughs> Candy says, don't get me started on it here in New York. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bonnie says, I need a hotel that takes pets. Um, I guess you'd have to look around the area. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who takes pets. Um, Tom says, have to post an event with page with the hotels. Yeah, it will get an event page together. Um, so I guess it probably in the next couple of days, um, we'll put an event page together and put in some, um, just a, a placeholder for the banner for right now. Because Adam Tiller is working on some artwork for the banner, which should be pretty cool. So, and he's hopefully going to be there. So... Because you guys got to check out his artwork. It's fantastic. He's done so much art for the different books for Hunter Road Media. Um, you know, he's got his own, of course. But uh, each of the Encounters books that he's done artwork for, he's, he's done artwork for Cat Gash's book. He's doing, he's done artwork for uh, Katie Holmes. Uh, I said Katie Holmes. <laughs> Katie Hopkins' <laughs> book, which is coming out at the end of February. So, um, yeah, so he's going to be doing our banner uh, for, for the event. So that'll be pretty cool. So, But I'll put a placeholder in there for now. And then we'll get an event page up, and people can start planning. And, and um, it's going to be up continuously updating because there's other things that we're trying to iron out and work out, and get planned and all that. So, um, but yeah, and there's, of course, people we're going to add. And if anybody wants to be a vendor, <laughs> um, by all means, you know, um, I think we're what, doing twenty-five bucks for a table. Yeah. So it's that's actually a pretty good deal. There's a lot of vendor tables that. You know, over the years, been fifty up, 
shoot, when I did opera in Oklahoma, it was $100 for a table. It's like, jeez. And this, it was a small event, too. <laughs> I thought I was making back with the books I sold, but still, it was like... Um, so, yeah, $25 a table for that. Um, for anybody that wants to be a vendor. Um, so, Bonnie says, I'll spread the word. Tammy's in Wisconsin. Yeah, Tammy could make that. Um, that's not, Wisconsin's not too far. David, I know a couple vendors that would be good. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, because we, we need some vendors right now. But right now, it's like all of us, I mean, in, anybody that's a hundred media author is going to have, you know, we're going to have an author table. And then uh, Chris Sutton's going to be doing some readings there. Well, I think about with uh, the psychic mediums, the rule there for Illinois. Yeah, that like was really you, weird. It's like $400 to practice in Illinois, yeah. right? But if you are going to, you know, be... If you are a psychic medium and you want to be at an event in Illinois like that, then you have to show proof of licensing and yeah. all that stuff. Well, Donna was saying with, with them, you know, as long as if they've met them, because that's what we're going to have to do for Vanessa. Yeah. Is Vanessa will have to meet them and, and they'll fall under Zen's deal that they've done. So it's weird, weird stuff. Yeah. But, but Reiki, I guess they're cool to do. They don't need yeah, anything Reiki for that. Is Reiki cool. is good to go. Some different weird stuff with Illinois. I don't know. It's Illinois. Yeah. So, um... So, Candy says, Thank you, Shauna and Mike, for sharing your time together with us and your experiences always. Um, Bonnie says, I've missed you guys. Maybe Gwen? If Gwen could make it out for that, and she's up for traveling, that would be pretty awesome. So, I know she's talking about cutting back and doing some traveling this year, because... She got, as we were talking about Missouri State Pen, and she was lumped into that group, and she was saying she might not be able to do that this year. Yeah. So, we'll see. She's got some other stuff going on. So. Yeah, she has other stuff going on, too. It's early yet. You know, it's still January, but we need to put this in place, so, to get things going. So, all right. I think we've gone on a while here. <laughs> this has probably been our longest live. I think it's been our longest live doing stuff like this, yeah. Um... We have a rabbit hole Well, we had to up. plug in. You know, usually by now, if we're going live from, like, Mineral Springs, we're done because we've lost battery. <laughs> yeah, so. so tomorrow we are going to do a little bit of investigating. And, um... Yes, we're, we're going to go live investigating tomorrow. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. And it'll be during the day, and maybe we'll announce it before we do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll put it out there before we do it. And other than that, Tuesday... Tuesday night, Tuesday edge of the rabbit, rabbit hole, hole, inside the upside down. So, Sean and Eric. I don't Sean, know Sean and Eric. Still. Yeah, Sean, he's still out there, buddy. Yeah, Sean and Eric from Activision Paranormal will be on edge of the rabbit hole on on Tuesday night. We haven't come up with an inside the upside down topic yet, have we? We have a list of ideas. We need to pick one. Yeah. So, so yeah, tune in. It'll be tomorrow during the day, which is a little bit different. But it'll give you a different look of Mineral Springs because we've. All of our live investigations from there have been at night, so it's always kind of the same setup. So even though we'll basically be in the same place, um, it'll have a bit of a different look and feel to it. So we're doing that probably, I don't know, about noon tomorrow? Somewhere around there. I mean, we'll we'll post you know right before we go live. Um, and hey, if you haven't yet, go check out the uh, the Shadow Person video that we just posted for the Friday Night Ghost Brights. So it kind of like really sums up a lot of our uh, more profound experiences with Shadow People for both of us so very very cool anything else so what am I missing here so 
you know, Candy saying bye, Ghosty. Bye, Candy. Bye. Um, Tom says, always great to see live feeds. It's like your family. Well, cool. Thank yeah. you, Tom. Yeah, you're like family, too. Um, Bonnie, she also crafts solo, maybe. I guess I missed something. Time frame? Um, yeah, like about, if you're talking about tomorrow's investigation, yeah, we're thinking like about noon. So about, about noon our time. Mm -hmm. Central. Noon central. Right. So, noon, we have until four. Yeah. So, yeah, about there. About midday until four. And then we gotta go. <laughs> yep. To another so. location that is also haunted, but we're there for different reasons. Okay, so. it says tomorrow I will. I saved it. Is this late? Late AF here? Uh, or it's late. Oh, here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like after midnight there. It's late. It's after midnight where you're at, Candy. So. Yeah. All right. So we're going to wrap it up. I've got to get some tea because we're going to talk in a while. Yeah. My throat's a little raw. <clears throat> so thanks for hanging out with us tonight, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow and on Tuesday. So and binge watch the shadow person stuff. You'll enjoy. Have a good night.